And I'm Dan. And it's after work. Where we talk about the things we do after work. Yeah, not that boring stuff in the middle of the day, how people pay me to hold back their dirt. You know, sometimes you have a pile of dirt and it, you know, naturally falls via gravity in a pyramid uh, direction, you know. But if you don't want it to be like that on one side, you hire me to go up next to that pile and hold it back. I'm a retainer. I, I'm on retainer, a retainer on retainer. Is that the name of the business? Wait a minute. <laughs> you can't. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. Let me explain something to yeah. you right now. I understand that these things happen in this other part of the day, but that part of the day, it's over. It's oh. dead. It is no more. This is a special time of day. This is after work. Oh, that's from my dinner work podcast. We leave all that other stuff behind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> well, Dan, I did it. April 23rd, episode 72 of this very podcast. It was called Brooke. Brooks Wants a Bunker. And uh, I had the side of my house dug out last year, April 23rd. My brother came over with his cool... Uh, excavator he was learning how to use and he was like hey can I practice at your house and that was almost a year ago well we finally got a retaining wall and cement over there and I have a parking spot did you park in my driveway when you came over no was it was I supposed to I just parked where I normally park right in front well I I drove into my third parking spot just so you could park in well, my normal parking here's spot. Here's the problem. Uh, somebody parked in front of your driveway a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then I parked in front of your driveway a little bit more mm -hmm. on the other side. Okay. I could have fit in. I wasn't even thinking about it. Next time I will. I'm well, sorry. Well, now I have a third parking spot uh, which has plans down the road. If you go back and you are not a long-time listener and you, or you don't remember and you want to go back to a lockdown version of After Work with Dan and Brooks, that was when we were recording remotely because the COVID was constantly after us yeah. back then. Yeah, it's it's gone now. We've just forgotten. Well, I have my, sec I have my uh, vaccine, so now you can finally start coming over, Dan, and hanging out. Oh, cool. It's all It's acceptable now before we were doing it in secret. Yeah. Uh but now we're now we're good. But yeah, the side of my house is dug up, dug out. I got uh a pretty much a cement garage without a roof over there. Three sides cement walls. I think the roof's the easiest part. The roof will be the easiest part. Uh we got some ideas for it besides the bunker. Those are still still on there. The what do we call that? You didn't cover up the part where you're going to build your chute, did you? Nope. Okay. I was telling, I, yeah, last, on that episode I said, what if in my, because my bedroom shares the same wall, uh -huh. and my wife's uh, uh, bedside table is right there. I said we could fold back her bedside table and have a chute that goes down into our panic room that yeah. we'll be building there. Mm -hmm. I didn't mention that to her. Back when I, when we dug it out, but Smart. I mentioned it the other day, and uh -oh. she was like, "What are you talking about? You're insane." But uh, she found you out. So 
I'm thinking about building a roof on this thing. It's going to be like a, like a four-phase project. I think I've figured out what's happening. Okay. I'm enclosing the front. I'm going to put a gate on the front, and then I'm going to put a roof on it. And then on top of the roof is going to be the deck for my greenhouse that I'm going to put on the side slash greenhouse slash uh, sunroom mm-hmm. off the side of my bedroom so my wife can walk out and sit, out, sit out there in the enclosed sunroom. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we could just have a deck out here, but we got this apartment next door and they smoke cigarettes out there. And my wife doesn't like the smell of cigarettes. Neither do I. But start getting some of those coupons for the uh, the vape pens, and just start leaving those coupons all over the place, and Maybe. eventually they'll all convert. Oh, I mean that's easy solution. Well, the developer pays me a hundred dollars a month to live next to this apartment. So, so you just spend a hundred dollars a month on nicotine patches, on vape pens vape for a juice. while. I provide. I will provide your out. vape juice as long as you only smoke this. It make my wife a little bit more happier when she's out in the front yard. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's like a. It's going to be a couple year build. Also, you know, okay. it's not necessarily some things. And I don't know exactly how close you can build to your property line. And I'm not going to look because I hear the government maybe check it, checks uh, Google searches. Yeah, they'll go back. They'll they'll check your Google search. Well, they, I mean, I don't think they listen to people's podcasts, do they? That's the NSA, not not the not the Department of Making You Sad. Okay, well, I'm going to go back and I'm going to listen to episode 72 and mine that thing for all the nuggets for, for the bunker over there. Yeah, sounds good. Well, Dan, what's going on, man? Well, I got some bad news. I, uh, my, my last grandpa, Grandpa Wayne, mm-hmm. passed away. And uh, See the grandpa that used to live down at the coast? Yeah. In 19... So, here's the deal. I just wanted to do a little tribute today because I feel like he really lived uh, an after-work style life, right? Mm-hmm. He retired, and he moved He moved to the beach, you know, him and Grandma. They moved down to the beach. I think maybe they—I'm not 100% because I was five years old, you know— I think I remember time. you telling me it was 1985. He retired and moved to the to Seaside, Oregon. Seaside, which is the the closest beach for us, basically. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's when my and then my parents bought their house in Portland, and so that's where I grew up at his his old house. But I'm thinking, okay, so this guy, he retires, and he's like. You know, maybe maybe his wife loves the beach. Maybe grandma loves the beach. Maybe they love going down there. They might have owned the house already before, or maybe they just went down there on on weekends and vacation and things like that before. And they're like, "Well, we'll just let's just do it." And so they they moved down to the beach, and that's that's kind of like you get to you get to live your dream. You get to do whatever you want. You get to go. 
you know, you're always on vacation, right? He worked for the post office for 50 years, or he was delivering well, mail for 50 years and then retired to the beach, a beach town. Yeah. I'm really wondering what Seaside, Oregon was like in 1985. Well, it's I like will a, tell you, okay. as a five-year-old boy, there was an empty lot next door that I could go catch snakes in. Mm. There are no more empty lots next door. There's there a are. very, very nice house next door now. But the other thing that I really think that that really puts puts him in my mind as this guy that just loves to take advantage of life is when I was young, I always remembered any time we like I remembered going fishing with him. I remembered going hunting with him, going on backpacking trips and going hiking with him and you know, he's he's older, he's retired, but he's just always getting out there and doing all these fun physical things. He was mm-hmm. he was an outdoorsman, right? He loved it. And uh, walked on the beach every single day, he, a couple times a day. He loved to walk, I think. Uh, you know, he was he was a mailman, walking right? 20 miles a day. So he could just walk forever. I I remember the last back, uh, not backpack, uh, the last hiking trip that I took with him. And we hiked in Seaside. We hiked from from Seaside to Cannon Beach uh, along Tillamook It's not a super long hike, but there's hills and it's... Just to drive there is like 10 miles. Yeah. So, and uh, so we did this hike. I think my wife dropped us off. And then she picked us up in Cannon Beach. So I don't know how many miles it is, but, you know, it's probably somewhere between five and ten miles. And he's in his upper, like, uh, like mid-80s at -hmm. this time. And he's just just chugging along. You know, he's not super fast, but Mm -hmm. no complaining, no, no whining. He's just loving it. Yeah. He's got his camera around his neck. He's he's ready to go. Snapping a picture of a pelican every so often. Every so often, you know. And he's like, he's showing me things. He's like, oh, right over here, you see, you got this abandoned uh, abandoned military installation. We can go over here and look at that. And cool. he just he just knows everything. And um, I remember a, I want to say 75th birthday party it could have been i was looking back at pictures and i th- i want to say it was like 2005 before before like you that. your boy was around yeah yeah before six before dylan and he had a big camping trip that he'd planned and uh down on the metolius river down around bandish sisters something like that down in that area, Central Oregon, mm-hmm. and so he he planned this big camping trip, fishing trip, and he booked up a bunch of campsites. And he said, "All right, anybody that wants to come, it's my birthday. Come down, hang out." And I had some vacation time or something like that. It worked out perfect, and I was able to go down there with my buddy. Everybody basically came down on the weekend. I was able to go down with my buddy, like 
few days early and we got to hang out with grandpa before everybody got there and you know he because he's like i'm i'm staying here for a whole week <laughs> it was just you guys and, and your grandpa was your grandma there no nope. uh she passed away uh like 2001 or two she was so she was gone at this point um but yeah so that was a really fun time because Later, there was a whole bunch of other family and stuff that came down, but just me and my buddy, and he had like a little mini, uh, mini camper trailer, and we we're we we're uh, standing there, and we just got to camp with Grandpa. He told us all his stories about all the fun, cool stuff that he was doing in the Korean War and how. Oh, yeah, he was in the Korean War. He went off to the Korean War, and he told me he started working at the post office when he was 15 years old, and then he goes off to the Korean War at some point, and he's, he said, you know what I did? You know what I did over there? I delivered the mail. Pro. <laughs> it's like, all right, yeah. So he just kept, uh, he, he had a thing, and he did it. Uh, but it was it was good to be able to have that uh, that kind of that kind of time, and it was uh, I always liked talking to him. He always had stories about his life. I mean, his he was seventy five at that point, and he just lived such such a full life, right? Mm-hmm. All these all these awesome things that he's done over the years, and um, yeah, basically every every memory that's not like a family Christmas party of him is basically doing something cool outdoors. And you were asking me if he was the around the house kind of guy, you know? Mm-hmm. And I I never really saw that side of him too much, but I remember going down to the beach, go down to the beach quite a bit um, as as like a young married couple go down there and visit and then after Dylan came along we'd go down and he'd get a hangout with grandpa and I remember one time we're down there and he's got a deck off the back of the house and he's got boards ripped up off this deck and he's he's out there with a with hammer and nails and like a literal handsaw and he is cutting boards to length and hammering in replacement boards for his deck so I think I think he was a do-it-yourselfer. Yeah. Uh, but yep. So just uh, all that to say that he was uh, was a pretty cool guy, and um, I will miss him. And it was kind of sucky this last year because of COVID that I haven't really got to see him at all. So because he's been in a place that's been locked down. Yeah. My I got. The last picture that I saw of him was like a picture that my dad took at this uh, like old folks home type place where he's staying at. And he's sitting in a chair and, and there's a box on the floor and tape around him where he has to stay over there and my dad has to stay. And it's like outside mm. and you got to be For in, in these boxes to visit. Yeah. But there's that. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. Yeah, maybe a little bit of that rubbed off on you. Made you not so terrible. 
of a person. Mm. He made, I think he made you a better human. Oh, yeah. Of course. And you're really going to enjoy your after work time just like he did because he got a lot of time. Well, think about it. 90. 1985 was like 36 years ago. Yeah. That's when I was. He retired when I was born. Yeah. And that was. Yeah. So you can do it, Dan. You'll you'll retire. Your wife also wants to move to a beach. It'll just have to mm-hmm. be a less less expensive beach. No, well, not really. Or not. Same beach. Same beach. There you go. That beach is pretty crowded now. Yeah, move down to a different beach. They got beaches in Idaho. <laughs> nope. Dang it. All the all the Oregon beaches are getting pretty well bought up. Yeah. Well, R.I.P. Wayne. Sorry, I never got to meet you. Could have had him on the podcast. Imagine the stories he'd have to tell. And uh, send my regards. Well, my regards to uh, your dad, Jim. Sorry about your loss. And uh, and you had a great dad. Seems like. Sorry, I got to didn't get to meet him. But now, it's time for a thing that I assume your grandpa would enjoy. Because he had lots of it. Around. 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 Took it to every single bit of concrete I got around my house. Did the driveway. I did the front patio, front whatever concrete area, the walkway, the back, the back, uh, the back the deck. deck. Not the, the deck. Deck. I didn't do the deck. I I moved all the stuff from like the the concrete pad to the deck, mm-hmm. and I did the the concrete. Which is where most of the junk was, but I, I took off quite a bit of dirt and moss and all sorts of gross junk. But my pressure washer needs some service, and uh, it there's like a there's a it there's a choke on it. Uh huh. So it's a carburetor. It's got a carburetor, and there's a choke that you open up to start it, and then you're supposed to close it. And then it'll run better. Mm-hmm. Well, it won't run with the choke closed. So, like, you'll start it up, and then you go, you'll let it run for a little bit, and then you'll go to close the choke, and it'll just go, 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 go. And I watched some some YouTube videos about this pressure washer. Does that baby have the Briggs & Stratton engine? That's a Honda. Honda engine? Yeah, it's a Honda 165, 165? One six five. I don't know what that means. Me neither. It's not a very big engine, you know. It's uh, but it's a four stroke. And I took it apart. I had it apart. I took the carburetor all the way off. I took the carburetor completely apart, hundred percent. There were no more parts to remove. Mm-hmm. And I cleaned it out. And there's like a little tiny hole. And the guy's like, "This is where." Something gets in this hole and it blocks the whatever, the fuel, from being able to go through 
And uh, if you get this unblocked, then it'll start running right again. And I couldn't. I had like little little pieces of wire from a wire brush. And I tried to get those down in that hole. And I just couldn't quite break free whatever was in there. Mm-hmm. But I, I cleaned the rest of it all out. And I was like, okay, it's getting dark. I have to put this thing back together. So I put it all back together. Did you try and do it while you were pressure, like you couldn't, or was it after you just left the so choke on the whole time? And I just left t- it. I just used it with the choke open the whole okay. the whole time. It, it worked. Okay. That's fine. I'm sure it would run much better, and I probably yeah, yeah. would have used less gas if it was running right, but it worked. Mm-hmm. And it probably would have had a little more power. I think I didn't quite have all the power I was supposed to have, mm-hmm. but I got it done anyway. Um, but- so I go to put this thing back together that I'm pretty sure I didn't fix because I wasn't able to clear that little tiny hole. And uh, I, go, I go to put it all back. I get it all cinched down, all the bolts tightened up and everything. And I go to pull it because it's a pull, pull string thing. I pull it and it goes, puh, 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 and there's like a little puff of smoke that comes out. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, well, well, you know, maybe it's just trying to get some fuel in there because mm-hmm. I had it all all like emptied out, right? And I give it another pull and I get nothing. And I'm like, just like oh, no. 10 pulls and I'm like, oh, no, there's nothing. And I finally get it started and uh, it works. It works, but still, still dies if you close the choke. So you were able to take it all apart. And put it back together with it still running. And it still runs. And it still runs. So. But not not fix a problem. Step one of small engine repair, take it apart, put it back together, have it work. Uh, I hear that those little carburetors are not that expensive. Maybe you can just buy a whole new one. I may just do that. Because I think they're like 40 bucks or something. Well, 35 bucks. I think there's, here's the problem. This is the issue. I took that carburetor all the way apart. It basically looks brand new. There's just one little tiny thing stuck in there. And I would like to not pay $40 if I could just... Get that hole reamed out? Get that hole cleaned out. Ooh. Could you take your air compressor and blow it clean? See, that is the thing that I didn't think about until after I put it away. And I was like, I probably should have tried that. Well, now you know how to take it apart and take it apart, put it back together. Yep. Good thing is you only pressure wash, pressure wash once a year, basically. So yeah. that'll be good for next year. I'll be waiting for you. I want to try and take it apart again. There are a couple other things that the YouTube video was showing about mm-hmm. clean this out, clean that out. But this is the main piece, and I could see that it wasn't like I couldn't see through the hole. So I'm pretty sure that. This is the actual problem, and it's really frustrating when you know you have a problem, you can see it, and you can try and fix it, and it doesn't work. Yeah, I think what I was telling you, and you scoffed at me, I said, well, you got to get a little pipe cleaner, cleaner. and you got to strip all the bristles off of the pipe cleaner, and that wire that holds all those bristles on the pipe cleaner is what my dad always told me he used as a tool for cleaning carburetors. And I think my uncle 
that was a small engine repair guy, he was telling me the exact same thing. That, like, the pipe, small pipe cleaners stripped off the fuzz part. Are there more than one size pipe cleaner? I think so. Okay. See, this is why it there was a disconnect because I There's was all only sorts of think, sizes. I was only thinking of the size that you use for your kindergarten projects. Yeah, I think they have smaller. Yeah. Yeah. But also get those and make yourself a little craft because crafts always make you happier. So that way, first if, I'll make myself some fake glasses. Yep. Make yourself a pair of glasses out of pipe cleaners. All right. And then fix your carburetor. While wearing them. While wearing them. And if you don't fix it, then you're you're like, eh, anyways, I got cool glasses. They're multicolored. Fair enough. Uh, well, I did it, Dan. I went out to, uh, I had last Friday off of my day thing that I do. And I went and I, I it was a busy day. I went to the, the D. EQ. I passed EQ mm. and then handed the state $280 because that's how much it is for licensing these these days. And I went to, then I stopped by Costco and got a couple snacks, mm-hmm. a couple things around the, for, you know, munching on. And then I went to the stereo, the car stereo king on 82nd. Oh. And my speakers in my Sequoia have been blown out. I've owned the car for six years now. They've been blown out, like not able to put the the sound up to a reasonable level for five of those six years. So you blew them, though. I blew them. They yeah. were fine before, until <laughs> so you cranked until it. I cranked it up. It was a old guy that had my car. Yep, and he only put thirty thousand miles in. 14? A lot of years. 13 years, he only put 30,000 miles, and I've since put almost another 60 on top of that. Yep. In six years. And, uh, yep. But I got a two, the front speakers are seven inch speakers. Okay. And the back are just regular six and a half. So I got these speakers and I installed them that very same day. And, uh, Sounds great. Night they and day. Work. Night and day. I can crank it up again. Nice. You crank it all the way? I haven't cranked it all the way. Oh, you didn't want to blow them right away. I haven't right pushed away. it to the limit. Okay. I, But I can listen very loud. Like loud where you pull up next to somebody and you turn it down. Because oh, like yeah. they can hear a couple parking spots away. Or where you turn it down. Like I've been cranking it like listening to music on the way home, and then when I turn onto my street, I turn it down. Yeah. Because I don't want my neighbors, like, getting mad at me for... Makes sense. Makes which sense. they probably won't. But, uh, but yeah, man. I Next step is, it's been a long time since I had a subwoofer in my car. Okay. And I was talking to you uh, the other day, and I was like... The only people who are above the age of 20 with subwoofers in their car are ne'er-do-wells. And (laughs) they're just not ne'er-do-wells, just punks. Punks that haven't grown up. Maybe it's just that I had probably four different subwoofers stolen out of my car from the age of 18 to 
22. Wow. And I'd never had a single one stolen. Oh, have you had any? No. Okay. That's See. probably why. Uh, it's really easy to s- steal because, like, just smash a window, pop the trunk, and then just grab this box. You got to build it in. You got to weld it weld it into your car or something. I sh- Yeah, I should have. But actually, a friend of mine caught a dude stealing his subs and amplifier from the back of his Honda Civic. Uh, We were out. We were probably 20 years old. We were playing Halo until 3 o'clock in the morning, Mm -hmm. the video game for the original Xbox. Not the the song by Beyonce? Not that song. And uh, he was walking home. We lived across the street, but some for some reason I took a different route home. Like I walked around one side of the block and he walked around the other side of the block. And he caught a dude in the back of his car. I think he'd had two subs and amps stolen. So he built it in and then put his amp and then put like these metal bars over the amp and and screwed those down so it was hard. So he caught the dude in the back of his car had gotten that metal co- gotten that metal cover off of uh the amp and was unscrewing the amp. Oh, so it, the security feature worked. Gave him enough time to get It slowed him down a little bit. Okay. And uh and the guy like took off running and my friend chased after him, tackled him, got the cops and this guy was in jail or something. Or he went to prison forever. He went to prison forever for stealing, I mean, all of our amps in the whole neighborhood, I guess. <laughs> Did the cops go to his garage and, like, just find a treasure trove? I think the bag that he found had, like, other people's stuff. He had a backpack with a whole bunch of other stuff in it, like he'd been walking around stealing. And, uh, but it's been so long my speakers are loud, but they don't have that sweet, sweet thump of a subwoofer. Yeah, you can't. You just can't replace that. I don't know, but I don't want to spend the money. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. Okay. Well, if there's a, I mean, you're willing to spend money on a license plate. Why yeah. not a subwoofer? If only I was a sovereign citizen, and then I wouldn't need that pesky license plate. Uh. Yeah, for the price of that uh, license renewal for my car to be li- legally allowed to drive it, I could have got a subwoofer. Yeah, wouldn't that be better? That's a good point, Dan. Dang it. Maybe in two years, I just won't <laughs> renew my... Li- my uh... No, just pretend that you have to go renew your license again, except this time by a subwoofer. Okay. Well, that sounds good. You have good. to renew your subwoofer. I did spend a lot of money on that retaining wall, so... <laughs> So I'm like, uh, I'm strapped for a while, and that hot tub is still, you know, looming. Six weeks in the future, supposed to be. Uh, so there's more money going out. So I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm tight. Fair I'm t- enough. Or I, sh- I feel like it. I'm not really, but I feel should like be. It. I should feel like it more. Yeah. Uh, but yep. So I'm gonna be listening to my podcast so loud in that <laughs> car now. We bumping that. Uh, this American life. No, after work. I want to be bumping that after work. After work. You need that at full full surround. Yeah. 
Well, Dan, uh, do we have any emails? Well, I got one more thing, and then we can get to our email, which we have. Uh, I took apart, or I took off the the idler on my truck. Mm-hmm. It's like a little little uh, thing that sits on top of the air bit. Oh, it sits on top of the engine, and it lets air and gas mix when you're idling. So it, it's it got a little motor in there, and it opens up a valve. that. So when you push on the gas, you open up an air, a lot of air goes in mm-hmm. to be able to do the thing. But when you're just idling, this is what lets the air in to be able to, you know, make your engine run. Anyway, I took that thing off. And I cleaned it out with my pipe cleaner, you know. I fixed that pipe cleaner pretty thick. Uh, so I would I would say it is approximately a nine millimeter diameter. <laughs> okay, you need a smaller one than that. I know it's it's a, it's a gun cleaning product that mm. I use for this, but it looks like a pipe cleaner. It's got little metal bristles, but uh, and then I had some carburetor cleaner and I sprayed that thing out and. Cleaned it up. A lot of a lot of black gunk came out of there, and I put it back on, and it and, and it still works. Hey, that's half of the battle. Whenever you take something off, take it apart, you want to be able to put it back together and have it work. And it did. Whenever I take something apart, I have to get it back together. It starts a ticking clock, mm. like forty eight hours, or I'm forgetting how I took this thing apart. Oh yeah, no, I just do it the exact same day. I try and do it the exact same day, but sometimes something will happen, so I'll start. I'll set it apart aside, and come back to it later. And I try to come back as quick as possible, but sometimes I take it apart, and then, you know, a month goes by, then I come back to it, and I'm like, okay, uh, oh, I forgot. I yeah. Forgot how this goes back. And then you throw it away. I just throw it away. Well, you can't do that with a truck. Mm, yeah, just total it. Cars total. <laughs> Donate to the Salvation Army or something. Anyway, so that was that. That was, that was all I was able to do because I spent a lot of time pressure washing. Ooh. Uh, come back to last week's found found stuff. I put those patio tiles just before you got here. It took literally 10 minutes to, and now I have this awesome, cool, uh, cool patio, fake wood tile or wood, wood, uh, so I'm no longer stepping on concrete. Nice. And I hope my dog gets the hint and doesn't poop on those tiles. No, that's, that's just basically like gold for your dog. It's oh, much no. more comfortable. Oh no, because the tile, because it's brown wood and now yeah. I'm not going to. You won't know, but don't worry. The hot tub will wash it off. No. Oh. Except when you come back into the house. Wow. Oh. And you're just going to leave little brown marks all over the place. Oh, and you won't notice because your feet will be wet. Mm. Dang it. Until oh, you walk inside. All, I got to get rid of that dog. <laughs> to the pound she goes. I picked oh, her up oh. at the pound. I'll drop her off 12 years later back at the pound. Don't want her anymore. She keeps pooping on my patio. Mm. Hey, Dan, did we get an email? Got an email. Got an email uh, in response to or... Uh, discussing project trucks from Andy. He says, gentlemen, I don't know if I'm allowed to write into this podcast as me talking about automotive repairs is dangerously close to things that happen to me at work. 
Well, Andy, you are allowed. I I will allow it. Dan handles all the emails, and I I think you responded to that saying, hey, you're allowed. Andy uh, is a friend of mine, and I did not realize he listened to this podcast. It's probably the first one he listened to. And uh, One and only. He won't hear this because he just listened to that one. He may. No, no. I'm just, in my mind, I just assume it's a one and done. Well, uh, yeah, just pretend your profession is not what you're talking about, Project Trucks, and then, you know, maybe uh, talk about whatever you like. Andy, how was your trip? Uh, You got a trip coming up here. Tell me what you got going on. Or, if you want to email the show, afterworkpod at gmail.com, we still taking Why You Hate Tom Brady's? I think he's out of the news right now. Okay. Uh, You can tell us why you hate LeBron James. Why you hate LeBron James. Uh, uh, The March Madness just got over and Gonzaga Gonzaga did not win. Everybody thought they were- Are we sure about that? We're sure. Oh, we are sure now. An undefeated team went all the way to the end and got beat by another team. Because I turned on the game and there was like- 15 minutes left and they were getting blown out and I was like oh I don't have to watch this and then I just assumed they lost but they, they did they did lose okay good I, just I mean not good that. but okay well I'm not even yeah there's a Baylor Baylor apparently I don't know is that a team Gonzaga they're just too big for their britches right yeah Spokane Washington they're from Spokane could be from Spokane Washington They're connected like the same, I believe they're in the same network of universities that the University of Portland in. It's a, I believe it's a Catholic university. Hmm. So our University of Portland here is a Catholic university. And I I knew a guy who worked there. I mean, well, I, I knew a guy and he said that his kid could go to any of those schools and he named off Gonzaga and I think Notre Dame also. Ooh. It's also Catholic, I think. Oh, cool. I think it's Catholic. Yeah, I've never heard of them. <laughs> never heard of Notre Dame? Okay, no. yeah. Is that Fighting Irish one? What? Yeah, it is. That little know. Irish guy. Rudy? The little yeah. Irish guy? Yeah, Rudy. 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 I mean, uh, Samwise Gamgee from... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that guy. Before? Was that no. after he returned? It's helped? Winona Ryder's boyfriend. From uh, Stranger Things. Stranger Things? Things? <laughs> Just keeps getting older and larger. Well, just like all of us, man. Yeah, we do. <laughs> uh, well, or just email you uh, any plans, anything. you. What do you do for fun, Andy? Yep, or tell me what I'm doing wrong with my project truck. Yeah, if you hear Lay anything on like Dan probably shouldn't have done taken apart that uh, deal he was talking about because that's super dangerous, just let us know. Correct anything we say wrong here about cars or anything. You can just correct. Feel free. Don't worry. We know we're wrong about a lot of things, but we don't. We're not sure which ones they are. So you got to let us know. Oh yeah. I mean, we don't. I mean, I know I'm wrong about things, just not which ones. I mean, probably only thirty percent of the time I'm right. Yeah, but I don't know which thirty percent it is. I have not no clue. Yeah. Just assume I'm right about. I assume I'm right 100% of the time, but I know I'm wrong 70% of the time. That's true. Just don't know which 30% is the right one, so I assume it's all right. All right, Dan. Well, you have yourself a nice week, and uh, give your love to my uh, your parents. 
Give my love to your parents. Is that what I said? Yeah. And uh, thank your wife for those lovely clothes she passed down for my giant child, who is about the size of a uh, eighth grader, apparently. Mm. Yep. All right. Have fun. Bye-bye. And we'll we'll see you all next time after work.